LCD sound system. Who's doing the singing there? Any idea? I feel like it's a guest performer. Yeah, I think so. That was on. This is a show that they recorded. I think it was at Madison Square Gardens. And um, this has been such a pump up song for us at the bar. It's like the first song we put on before we open. <laughs> it has that build up, so you kind of like get that energy, you know? You guys, have, you guys have psych up songs yeah. for opening your bar? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> really? Gotta get in the zone. Sometimes there'll be a, a lineup starting, so people are waiting to sit down. So you gotta kind of like, before we open the doors, before we have like a garage door window, we'll have like a psych up song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, guys, do you guys have a huddle? Do a huddle? <laughs> All right, everyone, let's uh, let's do another, you know, like, praise the Lord, da 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 da. And on three break, like sometimes you see that, you know, at a Madonna show backstage, before they get on, they get in a huddle, or Lady Gaga might sure. do that. Sure, I mean, there's sometimes a little pep talk, a little get in the zone, but that's the most exciting part, especially if there's a little bit of a line. It's the, that vibe, you know? Don't you think, though, if there's a lineup at your bar that you should be opening earlier? Uh, like, in your head, are you like, that's lost revenue? Those are people who would be <laughs> having drinks right now, but no, they're, they're not. they're there because we don't have reservations, so they just know to come a little bit early so they can snag a seat. If we opened at 4, that same group of people would probably be there at 4 to get the yeah, seat perfect. that they want. Yeah, perfect. It's an extra hour of them <laughs> drinking. <laughs> now we find we find 5 o'clock works better this... Like, we did 4 last year, and 5 o'clock makes more sense. Go later. We were closing earlier last year. This year, we're going later. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I... I'm, I see things differently, and that's probably why I'm not an entrepreneur. But I'd be like, if I could be selling drinks, I'm going to be open. Mm-hmm. You know, if people want to buy drinks at 2 in the afternoon, I'll have someone there at 2. As long as it covers the salary of the person there, and then maybe you make a little bit more. You can you never make, guarantee that, If you make that, $50 more that day because of it, that's $50 you didn't have. We see know? places open that are open, uh, you know, all day. And it's like, God, I don't know how they do it. They're paying that person to be there. And minimum wages... Is a lot. Yeah. Uh, we just rolled into the next song here. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, let me turn it off. Uh, minimum wage is a lot, and then you just see like a patio, and nobody's sitting on it for hours, and you're just like, oh my god, how are they doing it? How are they? Yeah, but if they get meet? one group, if they get one group in there, and then they spend a handful of money, then it covers it. It's kind of like a gamble, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's I, a I bit s- of a gamble. You see it a lot. Of, I spend a lot of time sailing in an area called a Thousand Islands, and they have these like cruise ships that tour the Thousand Islands all the time. It's oh, like yeah? boat tours, boat parties, boat tours. Not really a boat party. It's more <laughs> like it's really like a boat tour, and you can hear like a recorded, uh, automated thing going in the background. Oh, that's Aubrey Island, oh, part of okay. the Thousand. You know, like yes. it's just very much a boat tour. Uh-huh. And I think there is a bar on board, but anyway, those run on schedule. There's a schedule to them. If there's two people they run if mm. there's 50 or 100 people they run mm-hmm. and i do see them sometimes going by and i can't even see, see a person on there <laughs> like there might if there's no one they must not run but if there's like one couple and they're on the inside and they're not even standing on top getting yeah. the full view experience uh they still go and they must lo- they have to lose money on that trip because because uh, of the gas and paying for the staff and everything but i guess you just sometimes have to set a schedule and stick to it in order to you know maximize your earnings but 
look, I have no idea what it's like to run a business. It's great. It's especially yeah. right now. I mean, we used to be open seven days a week and that felt so good because it felt like a really good use of the space. Yeah, you weren't at first, though. <laughs> no, we were building to that. Yeah. But, you know, we used to, we were a cafe at first, and then we got our liquor license. And I don't know how we thought we were going to do it, but, like, my husband, Matt, was working from 10 in the morning, and then he was going all day into the night. Like, he's like, I can't keep doing this. And we're like, no, we need staff, we need help. And then he ended up getting rid of the coffee machine because he just felt like he was stretching himself too thin. I know, but that's, see, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to find someone to run the coffee side of it and mm-hmm. have them just open the doors to the day mm-hmm. and if as long as they bring in an extra bit of money every day that's more money than you had the day before well, what you if you're that hot place that's only open on these certain times and then you, you know you build up that anticipation like <laughs> there's no place there's no place that i go that i appreciate them being closed there's no <laughs> I'm place not, i'm not if, saying you if appreciate I go it to a place i want it to be open every day of the week it drives me crazy when a restaurant i want to go to is closed on a monday or tuesday i don't care i if there's a lineup it turns me off i don't want to go i know what you're saying you're that the approach is like oh you create the demand you want them to miss you and come back after the days you've been closed mm-hmm. but for me i would be like i want it to be open all the time as much as possible. Yeah, you want it to be the best for you. I want it to be... No, Everyone I, wants it I to be want, open every no, time no, they no. come. It's Everybody not, wants that. I want the best opportunity to make money if I'm running that business. Right. So that's being open every single day. Yes. As yeah. long as I'm not losing money in that process. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't guarantee that. You can't guarantee that you're not going to have staff sitting there with nobody coming in, right? Yeah, but... Uh, I think it would, how hard is it to not cover off a salary if you're open for a night? You'd have to make what one hundred and fifty dollars in a night to cover off the salary. Um, but then you know, it, there's a lot of other factors there. There's like, okay, let's say it's the patio, and now you're heating the patio because it's colder outside, and the that propane, costs money. Yeah. Everything costs money. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I guess I would just look at the cost of being open for the night that you might be closed. And just be like, how much would I have to bring in? And then as long as I knew I was going to bring in an extra hundred dollars, mm-hmm. to me, that's a hundred dollars that's in a bank account that you didn't have. Well, we just want to make sure that your experience too is the experience that you, that when you leave, that you loved it. And that involves having the right staff, uh, which is really, really hard to find right now. Again, yeah, I'm not, before I'm not the, even talking about right now. I'm just talking in general. In general, in general yeah. In general, yeah. we were open seven days a week before the pandemic. Yeah, that you, was super exciting. We had been a bar for, I think, uh, seven months, and we had just gone from being open uh, five days a week to seven. So yeah. that was really, that felt awesome because we had a staff and we had a team. But um, now it's harder to find staff. And we, we, we would rather you come and have an amazing experience than to maybe not have the right staff and you come and have a mediocre experience and say, what's all the fuss about this place about? Yeah. It's not that good. Because in the end, everyone's serving the same stuff, right? It's how, it's how you feel and the vibe. Yeah. So we want to make sure the vibe is perfect. And having serving coffee through the day, if you had found someone who wanted to take that on. Uh-huh. Um, that would have killed the vibe of the bar. Is that the fear? Because um, you had the machine, you had the infrastructure, it was all there. Yeah, I I was against getting rid rid of the machine because listen, I was having cappuccinos any time of the day I wanted. Yeah, in bed. right. I was From having, a high end oh, like restaurant machine, the best americanos. I was having the best coffees all the time. 
it's actually great we got rid of it because it was becoming a problem. <laughs> Couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> they were really strong too. Um, but yeah, Matt felt like he was stretching himself too. Well, of course, one person can't do it. You'd yeah. have to find someone and to look it, after that. It was a split focus. But I think my vision for the place was always to have a split focus, to be that kind of Parisian style cafe, that European cafe where you could go and have a coffee or you could go and have a drink. You yeah. know, that it, those two things were interchangeable, but there's not a lot of money in coffee unless you're like doing heavy rotation, like of people coming through. That's what we found. Unless you're like almost doing that Tim Hortons uh, model where you're really moving people through. It's hard. It's hard to make. I mean, even Starbucks money. is closing restaurants, right? Jeez, because like they Starbucks. I know it seems crazy. Not making money. What? Yeah. I wonder if they would have closed if there wasn't a pandemic, if that would have been part of the master plan. Good question. They closed two in our neighborhood, uh, one in our neighborhood, and it's like, a, it was all residential traffic. Yep. It wasn't it was business-based, yeah. Would you say it was busy or, or... I don't know. It always seemed busy when I was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I drink a lot less coffee. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I drink a lot less coffee, but I don't buy as much coffee as I used to prior to the pandemic. I used to go to Starbucks, I don't know, like two, three times a day. Just and it was and it was just part of like being in the city and just walking and taking a break from work to go, you know, walk with somebody, talk, grab a coffee, mm. spend six bucks on a Starbucks that you don't really need, <laughs> you know. Mm. I don't do that anymore. No, it's I like get, a treat once in a while. I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel like I having a latte today, and I and I grab one, but it's not like a regular thing I do anymore. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Anyway, things changed, man. Here's the podcast. Steve sent us a text, by the way. Oh, after yesterday's podcast? <laughs> Steve! Steve, who was complaining yeah. we didn't do a podcast, but he didn't realize it was because Bundes had to go to the emergency room, Steve? Yeah, that's yeah. Steve. He says, thanks for the shout out, guys. He really appreciated it. And he said, we're a great show. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I know, you know, we've, we've experimented with the podcast, too. Like, you know, what makes sense... As far as how many times a week do you want it, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an interesting world, this podcast world now. Yeah. Did you, know? did you guys vote? Uh, Canada is having an election on September 20th, and they did, like, pre-voting. or didn't uh, Voting. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to wait till the actual election day. Did you day. vote? Yeah, I did. Oh, nice work. Just because I knew it'd be a lot quicker to do the advance. Uh, in my neighborhood, I kind of went after 8 p.m., and uh, slid in there. It took me about 10 minutes to do the whole thing. I'm still undecided. Like, yeah, still undecided. I haven't voted yet. Probably need to check my mailbox in order to do an advanced voting, right? You, you, oh, yeah. You don't check your mailbox yeah, ever, yeah. right? So I haven't done that. <laughs> uh, When's my, the last time you checked your mailbox? Uh, maybe two months ago. Oh, <laughs> my God, Bundes. Yeah. Probably crammed with yeah, stuff. Yeah, probably is. Uh, but I, so I haven't done that. But I know my brother and my dad both uh, both did their, and my mom and my, and my brother's fiance both did their advanced voting. I'm so mad about this election. I'm so mad. I really didn't want to have to do this, like, right now. <laughs> I know. I don't think anybody did. Yeah. Such bad timing. It's just like... Oh, I want him to get... I want Trudeau to get punished now. <laughs> I'm like, I voted for a party I've never voted for in my life before. Because it's the only chance that in within my riding, it'll flip the seat. And I just want... I, I don't want anyone to have a majority government. I don't believe that anybody uh, has got the best plan in place for our country. Mm-hmm. But all I want is Trudeau to get punished in some capacity, <laughs> whether it's fewer MPs or he gets knocked out and then another government gets in as a minority government and they have to work with everybody. 
Mm-hmm. I feel just, sorry for anybody who's in um, public office right now. It, just during the pandemic, it's been like a crazy time to be a leader. And I feel sorry for uh, Dr. Tam. I saw a picture of her yesterday. Somebody had obviously doctored it and was like, is this our health minister? And she was like, all oh, like, you know, it's like, oh my God, this poor woman. I, it just sucks to be in a position where everyone hates you at this moment in time. Or where things are so polarizing. Yeah. yeah like normally, if you're like, um, like what, what's, her, what's her actual title? Dr. Tam. She's the... Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, Minister of Health, uh, regional... Uh, is that what she is? <laughs> I, I always forget. She, she's the... Uh, Chief Public Health Officer. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. somebody like clearly... She's not the clearly, Minister of Health because it's a politician. She's, okay. Yeah. She, somebody clearly doctored a photo of her to make her look l- very unhealthy. And they were like, <laughs> really? is this the public health person that we're turning to? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. This poor woman. The liberal MP came to my door in my riding. She's currently sitting uh, as the MP. Yeah. And she knocked on the door and I'm like, hey. And she's like, hey, just wanted to see, you know, whatever. Can we count on your vote? And I'm like, uh, uh, right now? No, you can't. I'm kind of upset with you guys. Yeah. And I said, I didn't want an election. She's like, well, not all of us did. Trying to make it seem like there was some division within the party about calling an election. And I'm sure there there was because some people now risk losing their job, right? Yeah. Like you got this job. (laughs) If you last six years, you qualify for the pension, which is great. It's a wicked pension. You fall short of that. You don't get it. Oh, damn. So there's some people probably on the verge of getting there. And now like, ah, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It just seems uh, a little bit irresponsible to me, um, just based on what the world is going through right now, that uh, you have a bunch of people that are campaigning, and then you see people at rallies coming out. and You got to go and vote and, and then get, you in gotta go and get in line. And then you got to go get in line and vote. It's just like, this is, is this not what we're trying to avoid? Like, oh, yeah. massive groups of people. And it was only because, like, <laughs> all of a sudden, the polling started to come back that uh, they might have a chance to better themselves. And they were like, okay, we're doing an election right now. And then that changed as soon as he announced the election. So it doesn't seem fair, but. You know, we're lucky we live in a country where we get to vote. So Plus, we're lucky that our elections last like a month and a half, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. although we could have one every six months uh, (laughs) in the States. I mean, they're already thinking about the next election and Joe Biden's already, you know, just taken over. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Bunnis, you know who you're going to vote for? Do you, I, I, you know, being the conspiracy guy that you are. Yeah. Um, I will, uh, I, I hate Trudeau. I've hated Trudeau since the beginning. Um, I, I but your values, what's interesting, and me too, our values tend to align with uh, the Liberal Party from a social standpoint. Yeah, I, I totally agree with the principle that everybody should, you know, do whatever they want to do with their own life. I, I agree with that principle totally. I'm definitely a little more conservative when it comes to economics. Um, Isn't everybody a fiscal conservative social liberal, right? It's like, to, and I, that's, I tend to vote one way or the other, right? Depending on who's yeah. running it, yeah. Um, but for me, I'll probably go conservative because the whole thing with... Um, vaccine passports and legislations on protests and and all these different things that 
the NDP and liberals keep talking about that keep encroaching on what I, or I feel is encroaching on civil liberties and the charter, uh, that's that's a huge red flag to me. So conservatives seem like the best option for me. That's the, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. I was just going to ask if you knew who you were voting for. I didn't need to know who <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Maura? You're going to do some research? Yeah, I'm doing some research. I've already, you know, been diving deeper into it. But, you know, it's just the timing for me has been a lot. Are you doing the same kind of research that Nicki Minaj is doing these days about uh, oh, the vaccine? Oh, no, yeah. Diving deep, doing my own studies, you yeah, know, yeah. hiring a team of scientists. Uh, yeah. Okay, now I'm imagining your staff just getting psyched up for a big night. Woo! The Old Town Bodega. <laughs> Wait, this isn't it, though. I know, but this is a great song, too. What happened here? I think I kind of like this one better, actually. Yeah, I kind of like it better too. We don't we don't tend to we normally end with the same song we start with, but was this what the song that it rolled into? Yeah, 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 yeah. this is from the live I'm album. Check it out. I don't even know if this is LCD sound system. I know this it song. Isn't. It's called Cut Copy. Oh, Cut Copy, yes! Oh, cut Copy's dope! I remember yeah. Cut Copy! Yeah, this is Cut Copy with Nobody Lost, Nobody Found. I don't know how this is... Oh, it's in a playlist with LCD Sound System, that's why. Yeah, I like this better than the Sony Pick, too. <laughs> Gotta add this to the playlist! Yeah, right? Okay, sloppy finish, but the Daily Take Two is coming up next. <laughs> Tesla is going to change the way we deal with rain and snow on the old windshield, guys. They want to forget about rubber wipers. That is so old school. They want to use laser beams instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're going to zap the little bits of rain? Zap them before they even hit the windshield. (laughs) No, they're going to hit the windshield, but then they're going to zap them. So Tesla has obtained a patent to use laser beams as windshield wipers on their vehicle. (laughs) Imagine if it sounded like that. It's really coming down out there. (laughs) That's so annoying. So it's supposed to handle the rain and the snow without causing damage to the car or the passengers like the laser beams not going to shoot through the windshield and blast you. <laughs> Whoops. It's going to be pulsing. Okay. Okay, so it's not going to be just one like There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's right. And at a calibrated rate that limits penetration to less than the thickness of the windshield. This is when we're getting really scientific here. But it will easily wipe clean anything on your car windshield. Is wipe that not clean? Cool? Uh, yeah, I still don't really understand how that works. Well, maybe they're kind of laser beams that are going horizontally, you know, okay. so they kind of go along. The- Whoa! 
how does how does light evaporate rain? Like unless it's heating it, it up. It have right? to be heat. Yeah. Have, yeah. Oh, have to be heat. They'd have to like heat. wow. Yeah. Ah. I mean, it can't be just a pointer, Beam, laser yeah. pointer. Right. It's not gonna do anything. It's gotta be like little microwave beams warming up your windshield like yeah. every time it zaps. Like just and basically evaporating the water on contact with the beam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see perfect now. <laughs> Such cool cars. You know, I think it sounds crazy to me, but this guy is now responsible for four civilians going to outer space right. later today. You think he doesn't have laser beams figured out? I mean, come on. You La- think this guy can't clear a windshield with laser beams? <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I, I've stopped questioning him. Exactly. So, most things he tries to figure out, he figures out. <laughs> it's so true. Do you know what stoner speech is? I mean, it's a stereotype of what you think somebody who smokes weed sounds like. It's a stereotype, man. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. A team of researchers wondered if weed smokers actually speak differently than people who don't smoke on the green. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Oh, that's more chill. Thank you. That's better. <laughs> Dude. Guess what they found? They found it's true. <laughs> <laughs> they found that stoner speech is not just a stereotype. It's for realsies. <laughs> It's so funny. And it's so crazy because apparently you don't have to be high to have a stoner speech. It's just like if you've got a history of cannabis use, you have subtle but long lasting changes to the way you talk. Subtle differences in speech timing, in vocal effort, in voice quality. What? <laughs> Wait, you- <laughs> what? Are you still talking? I'm still- <laughs> <laughs> and. Cannabis users take pauses that vary in length when they talk, and they're less likely to maintain like a consistent intensity of vocalization compared to people who don't smoke. It's funny, though, because I have friends uh, that have been chronic weed smokers at times in their life. Yes. Maybe not so much now, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, totally fine. Articulate. Well-spoken, but then other people, and maybe because they didn't smoke weed when they were younger, they became kind of chronic in their 20s, let's say. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'd already developed, you know, enough uh, speaking skills, speech patterns. But I'll tell you, you want to see proof of that? Just Google any interview with Machine Gun Kelly. That guy's been, (laughs) seriously, that guy's been smoking weed since he was like 10 or 11 years old. Oh, yeah, and he's like the epitome of stereotypical stoner speech. I heard this interview, I forget who he was doing it with, but it was a long interview, like at least half an hour or more. Mm -hmm. And every time, like, the person who's doing the interview said something kind of insightful, he'd be like, oh, man, yeah. (laughs) Mind blown. Uh, I never thought of it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it just, he is classic stoner speech. Uh, He might be crutching on that, though. It might be like Mm. kind of put on a little Uh, bit for that rock and roll lifestyle. Pretty sure. Huh? I don't know about that. Well, it is true 
they say that there there is a stoner speech, but for most people, it's very very subtle. Maybe for Machine Gun Kelly, not so much. Less subtle, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy in the interview was smoking joints. Oh, like, well, there yeah. you go. So he was high at yeah, the yeah. time. The guy smokes nonstop throughout the day, every really? day. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like chain smoking weed. Not maybe chain smoking, but like every hour or two, he's I having mean, a joint. He, I think he smoked off a joint twice in that interview that I heard. <laughs> okay. Bundes as a non-weed guy, you yeah. must see it and uh, hear it. I mean, some, some of the dudes that I know that smoke like all day long, uh, they definitely have um, uh, a low vocal vocabulary. Like they don't have a lot of words that they use. You know what I mean? Well, even if I, you know, I'm partying and suck on a joint. You suck I mean, on I, I, I'm definitely not as articulate. Yeah. And I ramble and I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. lost for words. I don't know. So. I feel more articulate after I smoke on a joint. Like, oh, oh yeah, let sure. me tell you about this. <laughs> it's different for everybody, hey, right? You know, I was uh, once in a movie called RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sound yeah. like to us when you get high. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, that iPhone 13 that's coming out is bugging me right now because it's $400 more in Canada than the U.S., but I want the wide, like the extra wide-angle lens. You got a a wide-angle lens. I don't. I don't on this one. Don't you? No. Like, that was the whole thing. Remember when he got the phone the last time, Bundes? I wanted the better camera. I remember he was talking about buying the 12 because it had the wide-angle lens. Yeah. And we were making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And now he didn't buy the 12, but now the 13's coming out. Uh, Let's just say this. When I want to take certain pictures, the camera's not wide enough. For me, yeah. I want to be able to fit everything in the yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, you know, just for certain yeah. pictures, certain pics. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need that big, big, big lens. Yeah. Um, remember when his drone fell in the water, Bundus? That yeah. was the best. Yeah. What are you, I, I hope it's falls in the water. I just love when you're you spend money on tech and then like literally two weeks later it's done. Why are you enjoying? <laughs> Why are you enjoying that? Why do you enjoy that my drone fell out of the sky? <laughs> that would be like me sitting here. You know what was the best, Bundes? Remember when Morris' business was shut down for several months and her and her family weren't able to make money? That was the best. Was the best. Oh, yeah. I like, oh, yeah. But you're glad you opened up a bar now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the same as your yeah. drone falling well, out of the sky it's, it's, into the water? It is in the sense that it was so. like, it was a loss for my family. We had spent money on something and it, my family family took a loss just your like your family. family was losing money when your business was shut down <laughs> which was the best by the way your family hey, when, when your business fails i'll buy it give it to me, give it to me. i'll, I'll it. put it in a garbage bag yeah. Yeah. no 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 i'll exchange it for some old clothes from my wife you give me your business i'll give you the old clothes it'll be uh, even steven no 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 the drone was funny because you were talking about it so much and then you spent like two grand on it it's like 15 and- yeah 1700 maybe yeah. I, I think Maybe the fair equivalent would be like when Mora drove her truck into a par- <laughs> yeah, parking garage yeah, yeah. and that took was, the roof off. That was the you best. Know? That was brand new truck. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And two weeks later, yeah. I took the roof off. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. I'll give you that yeah. funness. Yeah. yeah. What about when I bought a brand new car? And it got keyed all four yeah, windows. That's funny. Is that that's funny? funny? That was good. That was good. That was yeah, good. it was great. Five thousand dollars to replace four pieces of glass on that car. Was that, that was good? awesome. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh man! I'm sorry, but it was. It was funny. Remember when uh, Bundes cut that bladder infection? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That was. 
was hilarious. Yeah. He had to go to emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what's okay. funnier though, Bunnis's bladder infection or the head-on collision where he had to rebuild part of his body? Yeah, okay. yeah maybe yeah. that's a little too far. Is that too far? That's too much. Oh, that's Bodily harm <laughs> off limits. I can't believe you think your drone is the same as Bundes's no, head-on no. collision. I just think laughing at somebody's misery is cruel, but you know. Oh, that stupid drone! Three minutes doing stupid it. Stupid drone! Stupid drone! That drone was the best. Now Were they, you going to hire somebody to go diving? I did. I hired someone to dive for it. Yeah. I told her. How I, much did you pay that guy? Well, I, the guy was diving in the area anyway. Oh. Okay. But he went to the location, the GPS location I gave him to yeah. go looking for the drone. I told him if he found it, I'd give him $500. Ooh. Because I had an insurance policy where as long as I found it, I would have got a new one. Okay. Okay. So it would have been, you know, replace brand new one, 500 bucks. Yes. But he said he wanted a hundred just to go in the water to look. So I paid him a hundred bucks and he didn't find it. Oh. Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> that's funny. He didn't find it. <laughs> Did he even try? <laughs> Probably not. I just quick hundy. Yeah. Fuck it. That. See you, Tucker. This, this I swear idiot's to you. going to give me a hundred bucks to go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh boy! You can give me a hundred bucks. I'll go for a swim too. <laughs> That's so funny. You paid him. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not funny at all. Guys are the worst. Okay. Dave says, "What are you guys on? I want some." Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Scientists are saying we need to bring back a species from the Ice Age. And Bundes is right. When you took your guest, there are creatures from the Ice Age that you remember. You got your uh, saber-toothed tiger. saber-toothed tiger and your woolly mammoth. (laughs) Well, they're talking about the woolly mammoth. Uh, Bringing it back from extinction in the next six years. They just got $15 million in funding to grow embryos in a lab used from DNA from a 42,000-year-old carcass. Is this not insane? This This is is stupid. This This is is Jurassic Jurassic Park. Park. This is Jurassic Park. Yes. 100% it's Jurassic Park. Why do they want to do this? Well, let me explain. It's actually to fight climate change. They want to crossbreed a woolly mammoth with the endangered Asian elephant. And they think the new hybrid elephant woolly mammoth, the combo, would create this beast that could handle cooler climates and live in the Arctic. They'd let them loose up there. They would live, survive. They got that big furry coat. And then they would restore the declining Arctic grasslands because these woolly mammoths walk around and tear down trees. Let me ask you a question, though, about the woolly mammoth. Do we have any record of what they were like to live with back in the day? Like, (laughs) for all we know, woolly mammoths used to feast on humans. That was their primary diet. Like, I'm sure we guess and we have some like scientists who have like a pretty good idea. But is there any written documentation that has like specific details of what they ate? Well, well, we got that Pixar movie, Ice Age. Yeah. Okay. We got Pixar. They seem cute and cuddly, according to Pixar. Yeah. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if that was their primary diet, human flesh, <laughs> and then we bring them into the world and then we let them loose and next thing you know. <laughs> was, there, was there any Jurassic Park movie? And I have not seen them all. 
where everything just worked out and everything was great? Because <laughs> no, I'm pretty no, no, sure no, no. everything went to garbage at some point pretty quick in those movies. As Jeff Goldblum likes to say, life finds a way, Tucker. We're breeding these things. Next thing you know, yeah, you're taking over. Plus, I mean, do they carry disease? Do they? I, 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 uh, I just did a quick Google search. Yeah, mammoths. They were uh, herbivores. They ate plants, and they mainly grazed on grass. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's what they think. Like, who, uh, <laughs> well, well they the think dinosaurs. Right you know, this yeah, is yeah, yeah, they right? think, but they keep changing their mind on dinosaurs. So like, oh, it turns out they weren't so fast. Oh, it turns out they weren't so smart. Oh, it turns out they're way better killers. You know what I mean? Like, every week we get a new story of how they're revising their thought. Mm. I just want to know: is there a textbook from that era when the woolly mammoth was still on the planet about their demeanor, about, about what, what they, they were they like? Did. Like, yeah. we think they ate grass, but maybe that was the salad before the main course. <laughs> <laughs> right? I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Apparently, they were very efficient killers, too. <laughs> they just spit on you, and then you just melt. <laughs> Experts are now saying that dating apps have ruined dating completely. Oh. I was always right. You were always right. You were always correct. Always. He was right. Oh, my God. That's it. End of story. Bundes was right. Maura confirmed it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that'll do it. This We've covered it all. This is the truth, man. It is not the truth. It's the truth. It First is ridiculous. Off, that is the most, that's the stupidest thing I've heard. Anyway, Here's what go people ahead. do. First of all, it's not a bunch of people on there looking for love. The first thing it is, is a time waster. Like any other app on your phone, you got nothing better to do, you might jump on Tinder and just start swiping. You know, it's just a time waster off the top. Let me tell you something. I know some weenie looking people (laughs) who seem to date a lot of different folks. Uh And it's all thanks to the access they have to dating apps. And even, you know, if you go a little bit earlier, you know, the, the online uh, hookup stuff like the plenty well not hookups but the plenty of fish the lava life you know mm-hmm, the early mm-hmm. days of that I before think that, that before that people are forgetting how hard it was for people like me I'm telling you that is garbage Maybe- well you know what Maybe for someone like you who's actually not using it as a time waster, it might be different. But the majority of people who are on the app are using it as just to waste their time or there's endless back and forth messaging, persistent sexual harassment, pushy requests for nudes, ghosting. They say dating's always going to be messy, but it shouldn't be offensive. And the majority of people you're getting messages from are like, oh, you know, send me a pic. There's no like request to meet up because meeting up in person is like borderline crazy right now. And I'm not talking about COVID. We're just so reliant on digital communication. Most people can't commit to meeting up in person because that's like next level. So the experts say if you want to follow through and actually meet somebody, it's best to get on one of those female-led apps where you get to make the first move so that you're not just getting bombarded with, like, these creepy messages. 
I, for a hot minute, I tried one of those apps that, where it was like only female only. They responded back to you. Yes. And it's the same crap because these girls have so many options to pick from. They don't, they don't care that much because there's a plethora of guys who, who are willing to date them. So it's like, oh, this one looks cute in this picture. I'll talk to him for five minutes. If he says one wrong thing, I'm out. Lisa says those dating apps are hookup sites. I was told by some guy if I didn't sleep with him uh, within the first couple of days, he would lose interest. Like, who says that to yeah, somebody? But, but at least, you know, the guy's a creep. Yeah. So yeah. He, you know, you can deep sex him. Gone. Move on <laughs> to the nice guy. You know what? You know what really works is just saying like hi or smiling at someone that you see that you find a little attractive oh, and yeah. are curious, curious yeah. about in person. In Work, person. You know? Yeah. It works for a guy like you. Good for you. It does not it work for guys for you. like you. You have a beautiful wife. That's very I, true, I have Tucker. a beautiful wife. True. But she was a friend of a friend. And if we didn't have that connection and I just went up to her and I was like, uh, oh, uh, hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> you know how quick that conversation would have lasted? <laughs> You've got some moves. I remember I you back in the day. I don't have any moves. We used to wear that puffy vest. <laughs> I still wear a puffy vest. <laughs> are you talking about? Oh, you got oh, some. <laughs> What do you think of my puffy vest? <laughs> if you consider yourself to be a lazy person, I think I'm a little lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got the perfect job for you. I'm actually looking at the best jobs for lazy people. Okay. House sitter. <laughs> if you're yeah. trustworthy, people uh-huh. actually pay pretty good money for you to take care of their homes. I mean, we're talking mostly like rich people. I was going to say, aren't security systems good enough these days nah. that you don't need a house sitter anymore? Plants, uh, often uh, if you got like a, insurance companies might want you to have someone come through the house in order for the insurance to still be good. Okay. Uh, you got a pool back there. It's got to be maintained. You got to check those chlorine levels. So <laughs> put some bromine in the hot tub. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe even cleaning and dusting while you're there. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. I would like to do that. So, you, you know, when you're not, you, that's like a great job. So mm-hmm. you could become a professional house sitter. Okay, this is going to blow your mind. Elise okay. just texted us. Yeah. She says, I actually have an old uh, colleague that quit his job to house sit full time for rich people. He made yeah. $80,000 a year. Which is more than I make, she says. Still working at the same old job. Yeah. $80,000 a year to house it for rich people? That sounds epic. But I guess rich people are always taking trips, aren't they? I'm weird. I'm extremely lazy. Like, I can sit on a couch and watch TV or play video games for a good, you know, 16 hours straight. But when it comes to work, if I'm not doing something meaningful, then like I, I, I feel like, what the hell am I doing on this earth? Like, I, I feel like a bum. Like, when I'm at home doing nothing, that's one thing. But like, if I get up every day and I don't feel like I'm doing something to make the world a slightly better place, mm-hmm. like, why am I here? Are you making the world a slightly better place? I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I made somebody laugh today, you know? Maybe. Well, let me tell you, I got the perfect job for you, Bundes. Okay. Video game tester. Oh. Now, 
It's not like an easy job in the sense that like you're going to have to play a lot of video games. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to log some you're, hours. You're like you're trying to that. find all the little kinks and, uh, and little blips in the game, right? Oh, I can do it's that. Like and testing. And that would be making the the actual consumer's life better because they don't have to experience those bugs when they play. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So you're making mm-hmm. humanity a better place. Yes. Like, like you do here every day. There must be <laughs> there must be one hell of a lineup to do that video game testing job, though. I like, don't know, though. That must it's be not for everybody, Mora. It's not like you're having the fun part of the game. It's yeah. like you have to go do the annoying stuff to see if it uh, you can find holes in in mm. the programming, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, trying to, you're trying to break the game. You don't get to enjoy the experience as it was intended yeah. to be. Now I don't, I don't know if I agree with this one. But it's not physically exhausting, but I think there would be some mental drain on here. TV or film critic. Mm. You know, once you get it, you're like watching movies all day and TV shows. That's great. But you have to be a good writer, I would think, to do that. So you can't be like, maybe good for lazy people that are intelligent. I'd rather be a food critic and just have to go to restaurants and eat amazing food. Yeah. Uh, Security (laughs) guard. You may not make a ton of dough, but if you're working at a place that no one would ever want to rob, <laughs> yeah. all you're doing is like basically sitting there and then every now and then you got to go for a little walk and, you know, touch your little card to the thing to show that you went around and did a you tour. You did a lap. Yeah. You did a lap. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just go, you sit and then you take a little walk <laughs> every now and then. And there you go. If you're doing some career planning, you're looking for something new and you're feeling a little lazy, those are jobs you may want to consider. Tucker and Mora, millennials and Gen Zs are now finding themselves complaining about things that were better back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, it's already, oh, in my day. <laughs> Actually, you know, to be fair, people in their 20s were just recently asked to name things that used to be great but suck now. Okay. I wonder if you can guess what they're complaining about because a lot of these things are like pretty modern day inventions. For example, Facebook. Let's get to Facebook. All right. People are, you know, what, uh, so people say, Said what used to be great sucks now is Facebook. It's Point. just your mom on there with her friends. It's all news articles. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's news uh, articles. Well, it's people like arguing about politics and and sharing misinformation and stuff like that. Whereas. You know, when it really got its start, people fell in love with it because you just saw pictures of your friends. Yeah, you were poking people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Now it's just like (laughs) pictures of your friend's kids and then people arguing (laughs) about politics. (laughs) What about dating sites? What do you think the biggest complaint about dating sites is? Uh, People just want to hook up now? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. The quality of the the ca- the caliber of people who are everyone's catfishing. Okay. No, that's not the biggest complaint. Most people are complaining that it's focused on the pictures, and then it's all about like every pretty much every app is a swiping <laughs> app now, where you just like swipe past pictures. Yeah, people aren't getting to know the real you. They're oh, judging please. you based on the cover and not on the pages in between. Welcome to reality, friends. <laughs> Go to a bar. Go to any bar. If they could swipe through photos of you in live, real time, they would. It's kind of what they're doing Yeah. when they go up and talk to you. I guess there was a time, and I don't know. They're swiping. I guess there was a time where you just get like a little picture and then a big write-up, and now it's all just, give us the pictures. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Online recipes. What is the biggest complaint? Oh, (laughs) yeah. 
You tell me a whole story about why this soup was so important in your childhood. Oh, la-dee-da. Just give me the recipe! Uh, yeah. I hate That's that. it. That's I hate it. that so much. Oh, back in the day, I used to make this soup with my grandmother. I, I didn't come for the story. I came for the recipe. There must be, there must some, be some sort of... Benefit to them. That, yes. Like, maybe more ads get viewed. You know those little ads they put in between the lines maybe the more that gets scrolled past the more money they make on that maybe like it's a trap it's a, it's almost like clickbait now yeah uh flying you know getting on a plane obviously biggest complaint about flying can't wow. smoke on the plane damn it <laughs> smoke yeah. can't vape yeah, <laughs> yeah nice try uh, nice try that's back complaint. in my day <laughs> I've Biggest never, complaint? I've honestly never been on a plane in my whole life where people were allowed to smoke. I, I can't I, imagine you have either. No, that was like what? Back in, like, they got rid of that 50s? in the 60s, 60s or something yeah. like that? Probably, no, probably even more recent. I bet you in the 80s, especially in different parts of the world. Like, if you were flying in Eastern Europe, there was probably no problem smoking on planes until right. like 10 years ago. Yeah. That is so gross. They used to have a smoking section on planes, as I understand it. Yes. I do remember being on planes that had ashtrays built into yes. the armrest. That's about as close as i've come it's pretty dangerous you must like think to have everybody with like an open amber in the air on a jet yeah you know fueled by gasoline the seats were made of asbestos maria you didn't have to worry about it (laughs) (laughs) now the big big complaint with flying is just how small the seats are like they just have to shorten the distance between the rows and then narrow the seats and uh yeah that's everyone's complaint and the last one here Again, these are young people were asked to uh, talk about the things that uh, were way better back in the day. Thrift stores were back, uh, better back in the day. Why is that, Mora? Because now they're too expensive. Everything's ex- expensive. That's one part of it. Because? I, because of Macklemore. He ruined it with his song. He made it too cool. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> thrifting is trendy now. Um, and because it's trendy, everything is overpriced. Uh, so, yeah, you pretty much got that one. Yeah. Millennials and Gen Zs are now finding themselves complaining about things that were better back in the day. You know what was better back in the day? What's up? Full gluten diets, you know? <laughs> All this gluten-free bull. Remember, remember when oh, that? Maura, remember stop when that it. didn't exist? Yeah, remember when people gluten, with celiac gluten. disease had no choice yeah. in what they ate, and they, they just didn't had, know. they had to feel like garbage every day of the they week. They didn't know what they had. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Now we gotta have this whole gluten perception. Every time I'm having a scone, I'm like, oh god, the gluten. You it's don't have to worry about it if it doesn't make you feel sick. Ah, but it's no good for you. I'm aware of it now, thanks to the. Celiac people. <laughs> people you know? are gluten sensitive. Yeah. yeah, yeah your yeah. wife. How annoying <laughs> is your wife to go out for dinner with now? You have no idea. So annoying. And it has nothing to do with the gluten anymore. What? Now she's got all kinds of stuff going on with her, oh, uh, you know, the with insides, the with the emergency surgery and her so it's more than just gluten now oh it's yeah. everything it's everything oh, God. anything with fiber in it any oh yeah and then even if she's yeah she's prone to uh, blockages now oh so it's a whole thing back in the day blockages you didn't know what it was no you just died you just they just you'd be dead you wouldn't have to worry about bugging your husband about it for months after you just you wouldn't survive you'd be dead back in the day it would be great oh yeah i'm kidding i'm kidding obviously it's a terrible joke terrible joke yeah stop it with a uh 
You started gluten. this. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what else I was thinking, though? Was better back in the day? Yes. What's better back in well, the day? Well, this is not as insulting. And uh, back in the day could be 10 years ago. It doesn't have to be 100 years ago. Flip phones. Flip phones. That satisfying... Oh! Yeah. Remember when you were done with a call and you just like... Bam! See yeah. ya. Boom! It felt so good. It did feel good. And then you didn't have your the internet on it, and you didn't have to like use it for a smartphone capabilities, you know? I was telling Bundus, I spent over two hours just sitting on the couch going through on my phone yesterday doing nothing. You doing couldn't do that. You, could, you couldn't do that with a flip phone no. back in the day. <laughs> no. Unless you were, I don't know what you'd do. Yeah. The battery wouldn't even last that long <laughs> if you tried to use it that long. Yeah. You know? Colton wants to add. Yeah. He says, Professor Bundes, come on, video games back in the day. Yo, cheaper? No. He says cheaper? Yeah. That's all he said. Yeah, cheaper. cheaper. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but cheaper because literally you'd finish it and you'd have nothing to do with it after you were done. Uh, you know, now with the online capabilities. That's true. Um, I, what I will say, though, in terms of video games, I felt like video games were always, I was always excited for a new video game. Like something new would come out and the graphics would be more insane or the world got bigger or you could do something cooler in a mm-hmm. game that you'd never done before. At this point, like games look amazing, but like I, I'm never that blown away by anything anymore. It's like, mm. I feel like I've seen anything. I, they peaked. It peaked. Mm. You know? I mean, how much more real can they get? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless like, you know, even VR is so good. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's like it's you're like, in the game. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's yeah. like, where does it go now? Yeah. Yeah. People literally will have to come to your house and like shoot at you for you to have like a better, more realistic experience. <laughs> yeah. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.